0: And here we are again. It's a, it's not like a thousand degrees in the shade anymore. I mean, it's like going down to like more human levels. <laughs> it's really hot here. And I'm glad to report today that um, Little Miss Marple's foot is completely healed. She's running around here like a little, little banshee. She's all over the place. And thank God <laughs> that she's okay. And Guinness continues to thrive. He's taking his meds, he's doing his thing, and I'm uh, just, every day's a gift. That's how I'm looking at it. So, anyway, um, Tony, how's it going on over there in uh, Biddeford? Not Biddeford anymore. Well, Kenny it's Kenny Bunport. Oh.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. Everything's going fine. And uh, no complaints. Kids are all good. Took Duke in for a grooming. uh he had to be sedated, but he came out of it really well. And the funny thing is, Q, the cat, doesn't know it's Duke. It's Duke. She, oh, she's afraid of, the you know, she's afraid of him. You know, she's afraid of him. Yeah. Mm. So that's, mm. that's kind of working itself out anyway.
0: So all yeah, good. yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, I am in the middle of all of my animals and i'm feeling at peace and feeling wonderful i suggest to all of you if you have the time and have a little bit of money well probably a lot of money because (laughs) animals are expensive like kids um adopt adopt a dog adopt a cat give an animal that's had a rough time of it an opportunity to have a better time of it um i don't regret anybody i have brought into this house even the problem children I don't regret bringing them into this house. Um, because their attitudes change. Once they realize they're gonna have food, once they realize they got a comfy, comfy little bed to sleep in and a blanket and get scratchies on their ears, they, most of the dogs that I've had just wrap that up and they become different. So I'm always an advocate for adoption. I know it's, you know, cool to get certain breeds and stuff, but if you're patient, you can find those breeds, and even the problem dogs become much better. So I'm totally advocating to everybody, you know, please adopt. So, Tony, I'm going to go off and get Veronica, and Uh-oh. you can hang with our people today.
1: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Um Yeah, definitely adopt. I adopted Q, and that was the best thing. I never owned a cat. And she's an angel. So, I encourage you to write in to Inner Whisper. That's I-N-N-E-R, InnerWhispersRadio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, good
0: day. How are you?
1: Good, good. Your first question is coming from Elizabeth. I have a deceased loved one who used to visit me frequently. This went on for five years or so, then it stopped. I'm wondering what happened.
0: Well, everything in the eternal is focused. And those that have, you have lost, you know, loved ones that have crossed over, many times will reach through the veil and continue the conversation with you. But they also have other focuses that they participate in. And sometimes they go off to participate in those other focuses but it doesn't mean you're not going to hear from them again, it just means they're otherwise focused for the moment so it went on for five years so you had some good conversations we believe but we do think your loved one will return back, we think the focus is just somewhere else at the moment
1: Okay, our next question is from Jenny (coughs) Jenny would like to know How can you be sure that life after death is real?
0: Well, we're in the afterlife, and we're real, and we're still here, and we're still talking. You're never sure of anything in the reality, but one thing you can be sure of is that your soul will find a comfortable place to be, that your soul is eternal. And you do care about those that you've left behind and you still want to participate with them you can never be sure of anything in the linear but in the eternal you can be sure that there is an eternal and there is continuance and there is more to do just not linearly physical but nothing is for certain except the eternal
1: Valerie would like to know can a person still have a, pur- a purposefully life if they do not find their soulmate?
0: Well, there's a lot of emphasis put on soulmate, um, which we think is a bit inaccurate. And we've talked about this endlessly that to say that there's a soulmate, and by the way, that's linearly created is to say that, okay, if you don't run into that, how are you going to have a purposeful life? And we say not every life is about finding a partner to do it with. But not finding a soulmate is something that you should not even be worrying about. There are many good matches, which we prefer to call the good matches because you say that there's only one soulmate, and let's say it doesn't show up or it doesn't cross your path. And if it does, and it doesn't work out, then what do you do? We say there's always good energy connections between, and there, in a lifetime there can be way more than one. But if you decide, and it is a decision, not to pursue that anymore, a purposeful life is not connected to a soulmate. A purposeful life is you connecting to your own energy. And participating in the intentions that you came in to have. Now, if you came in wanting to connect with a single soul, doesn't mean that the life is useless because you don't do that. So decide that you're going to relax a little bit on that subject and not worry about whether or not that person showing up is going to make your life purposeful. You are in charge of your life. You are the one that can make it purposeful or not. Now, a partner coming in, yeah, that's a nice additive, but it's not the sole reason for incarnate. And you can meet up with more than one. So to say that your life is not purposeful if you don't find it, it's a bit inaccurate. So take a deep breath, continue your search, but also continue a search inside yourself and to find out why you're here. Not whether a soul is supposed to be here or not, but why you're here. And by doing that, you're focusing on your own energy and making it more available and stronger so that when that good match walks by, they'll recognize you. So decide to do that and not worry about connecting with someone to make the life purposeful. It can be purposeful without anybody showing up. So make that decision and all will be well.
1: All right. uh next question, Alex would like to know: Do pets
0: have an afterlife? Oh, absolutely. We have heard of it. Been talked about as uh, the Rainbow Bridge. We've heard many people have said that to us, and we do say that they don't. Animals don't, and pets don't have the same process as a human does. Because a human is capable of much more complex participations. But pets are certainly emotionally just as strong as a human. Maybe not size-wise or, or physical strength-wise. Some of them, but not all. They are having the same kind of experience you are with different attributes to it. And we have been asked thousands of times, will I see my, you know, my dog Buster when I, when I cross over? you will see every animal slash pet that you have participated with. And if you've done this a lot, you're gonna run into a whole party of dogs, cats, and other cute animals that were pets. They will all be there. And they will continue with you whether you want to come back into the physical or not. But they are there and they do have an afterlife. It's not quite the same, because their thought process isn't quite as complex, but they certainly do take a time to rest. We have seen many dogs cavorting around in a beautiful meadow playing. And then these are ones that we had known, they're, we know their human counterparts and we know what that dog was, was having and how maybe how sick that dog was or how incapacitated that dog was. And it's always a comfort for the human left behind to know that they're off running and playing with other dogs and there is like a huge metal that is created for that kind of thing so yes they do have an afterlife and a lot of them are just waiting for their human friends to come or they try to reincarnate they're having the same experience but it's not quite as complex
1: okay Veronica that was our last question if you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be wonderful. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the show. And we look forward to more questions next week. And as I said, write in to innerwhispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Yes, we are. Well... Today is another day for all of us. Look at this day as an opportunity to be happy, to create something, to spread your wonderful vibration about to sort of ease tensions in the reality that you have about you. Decide you're going to be the calming influence. Decide that when you see disruption and chaos, you're not going to go join it. You're not going to run away from it because you're scared of it. You're going to stand your ground and create your strong inner peace and allow it to emanate from you, so that you're not concerned with all that, and you're also helping chaotic moment to calm down. So be the peace. Be the person who says, ah, "I'm not going to argue about that," or "Can I help you?" or "Can I?" ask you what's wrong, that kind of thing, the the healing, peaceful, individual energy, be the peace, because sometimes, as you all know, peace is elusive, especially when there's a whole crowd of chaos going on, the only way to change that is not to join into it, but to back up from it a little bit and say, I'm going to be the calming influence, that helps you stay calm that can maybe rescue a few people who are up to their chin in the chaos and it also can take the chaos level down a little bit especially if a lot of you decide to do that everyone in your current reality needs to calm down everyone needs to take a breath and those who can should be the peaceful ones Should be the ones that said, no, we're not going in that direction. We're not going to go into that negativity or that anger. And when someone trespasses upon your energy, the first reaction is to become up in arms and fight back. And we say sometimes it might be better to say, no, I'm not going to fight back. I'm just going to get really solid in my own energy and not allow another person's energy to waft over me in a negative way. Be the peace. By having that core of flame inside of you, it protects you. And it also influences others to say, hey, maybe I should be a little peaceful myself. Don't be the gasoline. Be the one that calms it down. The flames of chaos. Don't pour gasoline on it. Back up and say, let's be peaceful about this. And sometimes it might take the other party or parties a bit of time to come around to that. But if they don't come around to it, then at least you've tried and continue on your way. Because some people are eternally involved, you know, involved in chaos on the linear plane. Sometimes you have to back up a lot from people like that. So every day encourage yourself to be peaceful. Encourage yourself not to get worked up over little things. And don't get worked up over big things. Stay calm. Stay peaceful. You think better that way. And allow your energy and your soul to guide you. Be the peace. It's the only way to go.
1: Okay. Thank you, Veronica. As always, a beautiful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, have a good weekend. Bye-bye.